This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Your 20-hour break is over. Now back to the only morning show born in Idaho. Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Chart 12. Sorry. (laughs) Good morning. Hi, how are you? It is Wednesday. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh, you know, I live here now. Pretty much. Yes, this is my home. You get my mail delivered here. All we need is a shower and I'm good. I wasn't going to say it, but uh, okay. No, like I did take a shower. (laughs) I did bathe. That's why I wasn't going to say it. Listen, I shower on Wednesdays, need it or not. Well done. Okay. I'll have you know, sir. Okay. You sound uh, you sound a little bit sexier than normal. Oh yeah, thanks. I I I do do have a cold now. Oh, still sexy. (laughs) It works for you. If you'd like me to, I'll put on a mask. But (laughs) if I do, do I have to stay? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We're all in this together, <laughs> like it or not. I got a, <laughs> Sorry. I got a goaded by does. There's, there's no saving yourself. Uh, by the way, that's uh, text Broncos to uh, win a pair of tickets to Saturday's game, Extra Mile Arena, for your uh, tied for first place. Mm-hmm. Tied for first place. Boise State men's basketball team. We will try to beat New Mexico. Yes. Who is, uh, I mean... Bless their hearts, they're not too far behind either. I mean, the t- the, right. the top, what are we looking at? The top six teams yeah, within just a couple games of each other. And it's been that way pretty much all season. Fantastic. Fantastic. The, the ones that were expected to you know, be the juggernauts, uh, they go along just great, but they, they end up losing about one out of every three games. Small news day yesterday, huh? I mean, right, right <laughs> as we get off the air, Dirk Cutter decided he didn't want to golf anymore. Dun, da, da. <laughs> Boise State, uh, Boise State men's basketball team uh, puts themselves in a first place tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we have a we, we have a guy at the uh, Department of Corrections whose heart's going to stop. Um, maybe, probably, possibly. Then that would be Thomas Creech. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Scheduled. He, he is. Yeah. He is scheduled to be uh, executed by the state uh, today at ten a.m. So. We we won't know before we get off the air whether it happened or not, but it will. If it happens, it'll happen just as we get off the air. And I, I'm I'm probably a little more flippant than I should be. Some people seem to be just a little bit uh, uh, reverent about it. There are people who are just outright against the death penalty, which is fine. You're allowed. Not everybody is. Uh, not everybody is built to accept the death penalty. We're allowed to have mm-hmm. disagreements. Uh, I am of the belief, personally, if you take someone's life, the punishment to you could be the taking of yours and the ending of yours. And in the the case of Creech, uh, they had, what, two or three that they know of for sure and then a bunch more that they suspect. Yeah. And uh, apparently there's also plenty of evidence that he killed a lot of people before he ever went to prison. And there were other claims that, or he made claims that he uh, killed other people than that and they didn't find anything. So... Uh, or they didn't find where he showed them. Um, as far as we know. Right. Yeah. So there's that. There's also, you talk to some of the guards or hear from some of the guards uh, that were there, some of the ones that worked in the uh, in the facility who say that, gosh, over time, over decades, he changed, his mentality changed, which I'm sure is possible. But Well, I think it's possible, you know, to change over a number of decades no matter where you are. Yeah. However, the punishment 
that he's facing isn't for the person that he became. It's for the actions that he did. Right. So, it's, but it's it, it is definitely what we would call justice delayed. You have you have a number of people who are making a faith based uh, argument. Some people are making a humanitarian well, argument, yeah. cost argument. We, we've had this discussion many times on here. Where, uh, yeah, I used to be completely against the death penalty simply because of the commandment that says "Thou shalt not kill." Right, and then people would call me up and say, "No, no, you have a bad translation." Oh, yeah, the King James, yeah, it's terrible. And uh, they they said that it's actually "Thou shalt not murder." Okay, and so you have to decide whether or not the state killing somebody is in fact murder, and apparently retribution is not murder. You said, uh, if you don't mind me pointing this out, and okay. I, you said you used to be against the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Did that change? I, it it did simply because there are some. Uh, killers like you know serial killers and people who just do things that are so heinous mm-hmm. that uh, really there's no other punishment that fits. And it's it's not like you're it's not like you're in favor of murder sprees. You're in favor of the adjudication, the process, the trial. You know you're 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 not just going through jails with a flamethrower. Right, all that. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know it. it for everybody that I know of that has seen one of these processes, whether mm-hmm. it's a uh, whether it's an electric chair oh, it, it, or it affects them, yeah, uh, reporters, members of the media, because there is a media representative there to tell people what went on and how there it was went a on. there was an execution uh, in the late eighties, and uh, I knew a couple of people who well, and they had a, a drawing basically to see who would. They had one TV person, one radio person, mm-hmm. uh, who ended up being from the Boise State radio station. But uh, one, you know, one newspaper person, and, and everybody had to draw, and I was even on the draw, but I didn't uh, get it uh, to go see. And Bob Holland, who worked for Channel Seven at the time and was a longtime anchor there, he uh, got to go, and he he came out of there, and for a, a week, he just had this look in his eyes, like really, like he was just shocked. Hundred yard stare. Yeah. Well, and and that's for the rest of us who aren't. I would I would probably go so far to argue that most of us aren't used to seeing. A human being's life end. That's true. So not, there are there are plenty who have seen it. Yeah, but plenty of us who have not. And it's it's a very sterile environment. There are behaviors that are not allowed in the uh, in the gallery. You're not allowed to agitate. You're not allowed to agitate the prisoner. You're not allowed to to to, to make fun of or be yeah. disrespectful in any way. Well, this and, is and there the are end. people. There are people who would like that to be. The, the penalty if you get like a life sentence or a death sentence or whichever one mm-hmm. that uh you know the guards come in and beat you with sticks every day because they figure that, that there is no way that prison should be the least bit comfortable for you it's you know it should be punishment but other people feel like it's 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 actually rehab other people feel like it's just a way to remove somebody from society and that they shouldn't you know be punished the whole time Derek. Is it? Are you in the same room? Are you behind glass? Are you? What is? Depending on the setup, you're 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 really just behind, behind glass. Behind yeah. glass. I mean, it's but you there's it. a it's a glass partition. It's kind of like the, the 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 newsroom to this studio. All right, so you know, that's a different and they, room. And they hardly ever kill anybody in there. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> stop it. <laughs> well, what happened to some of those old newscasters? Never mind. Anyway. No, no, we can't make talking about the death penalty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Walton, hold my beer. <laughs> Watch this. So, no, but it, it's... How long do I have to hold it if you don't come back for it? Whether it's a curtain or a draw uh, a draw curtain, whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. it's 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 there. Um, you're and, and the purpose of that is to see 
that the the prisoner isn't mistreated at all mm-hmm. that they're that they're, you know if they suffer that you you might get to see that you you might get to see that because there are people that don't believe in the prisoner facing any pain or suffering right. if you care and then there are other people who say oh, well they executed a murderer today and it took half an hour during which he suffered the whole time and they go that's eh, too bad yeah and and again Depends on who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Me personally, eh? I mean, you can you can. I mean, some people have empathy for everyone. Some sure. people don't have any empathy for anyone. Yeah, and um, you know, it's, it's those, those are the sociopaths. Different strokes, right? Different strokes. We'll talk about this uh, a little later on this morning. Uh, we have a number of have a number of different issues to get through. We started off with sports. We have Bronco tickets to give away. KBY News Time 615. Sports brought to you by the Pork Belly, home of many, many fantastic menu items, including the busted biscuit, Idaho biscuits smothered in Napoleon's gravy. Pork Belly, downtown Cuna. Napoleon. Yes. Mm. Uh, Dirk Cutter is back with the Boise State football team again. Huh. Cutter will serve as the Broncos' new offensive coordinator, replacing Bush Hamden, who is now the offensive coordinator at Kentucky. Cutter is a Pocatello native. He was the head coach at Boise State from 1998 to 2000, then returned to the Broncos in 2022, first as an offensive analyst, then later in the season as the interim offensive coordinator. In his career, Cutter has also been the head coach at Highland High School of Pocatello, Arizona State University, and for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's been offensive coordinator at San Francisco State, Texas El Paso, Missouri, Boston College, and Oregon, and for Tampa Bay, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Atlanta Falcons. As head coach, Cutter led Boise State uh, to two Big West Conference championships in 1999 and 2000. In the NBA, Max Struess of the Cavaliers had a fourth quarter for the ages, hitting five three-pointers. Sorry. Go ahead. Play it. He hit uh, he hit five three-pointers three in the final three minutes, including a 59-foot, nothing-but-net, half-court shot at the buzzer to beat Jams the Mavericks. Timeout. Struce into Mobley. Back to Max. Half-court shot. Good! Good! He hit it! Tenth win! This place is going crazy! Man, Mike Snyder's head exploded. I I don't mean to sound unenthusiastic, but compared to that guy, I'm going to no matter what I do. Uh, They beat the Mavericks 121-119. Struess' final shot was officially the second longest game-winning shot of the three-point NBA era, which began 45 years ago. Wow. Donovan Mitchell led Cleveland with 31 points. Struess finished with 21 and Jared Allen had 19 in the losing cause for Dallas. Luka Doncic had 45 points, and Kyrie Irving put in 30. <laughs> but to no avail. That's sports. The Great One. Mark Levin. Tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. By the way, 6 o'clock club. You can be in on the tickets. Just again, text Broncos, just like the big voice has said. All right. All right, we're gonna pay we're gonna we're gonna do this today, tomorrow, Friday. We got three pairs of tickets. Boise State takes on New Mexico at Extra Mile Arena. And if you're up right now, you don't have to wait. We'll let you know if you want. You could just text Broncos write meow. And we'll we'll let you know later. Right. Yeah, I okay. said I said write meow. 
Listen, I was here 12 hours ago, Derek. Don't don't start. So that was like a cat reference. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Hey, uh... Because we're, we're, we're playing the Lobos. I mean, you know, of course, those are wolves, but... Uh, where was I going with that? Never mind. No, anyway, no. go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, you could just go with it. Um, yesterday, had an interview. Uh, it's on the website. It's on the it's on the app. It's on mm-hmm. the it's on all the downloads, so on and so forth. But we talked yesterday before the interview. I mean, when I thought that that was going to be the with, biggest thing going on in, in Boise, and it, then Dirk yeah, Cutter had to go ahead right. and ruin it. Interview with Nikki Haley, by the way. Mm-hmm. Did you get your question answered? <laughs> I did, and I didn't. My my question was: Are you basically just hanging out to see if uh, one of these first days? Uh, the former president will be ineligible, mm-hmm. and uh, she never did actually say one way or the other. So that indicated to me that yeah, that's what she's doing. Wow, I uh, I tried three different ways to I ask know. that question. I know you did, but she was in the mood to answer her own question. Uh huh. Uh huh. For those of you that missed uh, part of the interview and, and aren't in the place to download it, we'll play some of it back later on in uh, in the morning. KBY News Time six twenty six. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on ninety three point one FM and six seventy AM. We are News Talk KBOI. You guys were hoping I was going to fall down. That's what you were doing. You were hoping. There's a light out in the studio. It's driving me nuts. It's been out for like a month. So you stood on a rolling chair to fix it. Derek, was, wants, was, to, Derek was, wants to hold me. And, and, I was, uh, I was I impressed. Yeah. I just wanted to hold the chair. I didn't no, want to hold you. No, I, you wanted to move the chair, I so I fell down, and, that, and then you'd get more mic time. You know, you're getting older now. <laughs> you know what? Bite your tongue, sir. You're not wrong. But yeah, as, as Debbie talked about, we talked about earlier, uh, Nikki Haley was on the program uh, yesterday uh, or last night, and um, again, that the entire interview is uh, is available to listen to. It's only a 12-minute interview, because I was told I only had it for 12 minutes, and mm-hmm. boom, right on the button, 12 minutes. So, in case you missed, again, the number one question we had proposed from you guys was, why are you still running? Here's the beginning of that interview. Said this Saturday is the Idaho Republican Caucus. Joined on the phone right now on time, Nikki Haley, Republican GOP candidate. Welcome, welcome to Idaho via phone. Thanks so, thanks so much, Nate. It's great to be on the phone with you. So we have 32 delegates with one candidate dropping out earlier today. Yes. Idaho becomes a winner-take-all state. 32 delegates up for grabs just in Idaho alone. How bad are you looking at Idaho as a possibility? Look, it's important. I think it's one of those things that you want to make sure that we're reaching out to as many people as we can. This is about do we want more of the same or do we want to go in a new direction? And I think we can do better than having, you know, two candidates from the past, two guys in their 80s. We need to go in a direction with a new generational leader that's going to focus day and night on getting the job done for the American people. It's This is not personal with Donald Trump. I voted for Donald Trump twice. I was proud to serve America in his administration. But the reality of all of this is that chaos follows him. And we can't be a country in disarray and a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive it. But more than that, Look at what this, what everybody else is telling us. 70% of Americans have said they don't want Donald Trump or Joe Biden. 
And if you look at all the early state votes, Donald Trump did not get 40% of the Republican primary vote. At that time, that number was true. That number has now uh, fallen after uh, has 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 been uh, has been lowered mm-hmm. after Michigan. the after Michigan. We'll come back to this interview here in a little bit. So far, she said Donald Trump's name four times. <laughs> KBOI News Time six thirty six. Be a part of the show at three three six thirty seven hundred or toll free one eight hundred five two nine KBOI. Now back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. So far in the Nikki Haley interview from yesterday, we're a minute and 34 uh, seconds into a 12-minute interview, and Nikki Haley has said Donald Trump's name four <laughs> times. Joe Biden's name once. Mm. I'm keeping count. Well, she's got to beat one before she can get to the other. Well, <clears throat> okay. Can I ask you, you will tell me what I what I... You will tell. You will answer the question whether it's what I want to hear or not. You have that history. Okay, it it well, may not be the answer I want, but no, it's the answer. Okay. Yes. Was I mean? No. Was I rude? No. Was I disrespectful? No. You were trying to get answers to questions. Okay. After the interview, and since then, I was mean, rude, disrespectful. Yeah. Hmm? A- according to some listeners, which oh. you know, y- you can. Take from this whatever you want. Well, I'm, I've, I've interviewed you know a million people like you have, and sometimes they don't want to answer the questions that you're asking, mm-hmm. and so they will simply either talk around them or they'll, like she even said, well, what we need to talk about is this, blah blah blah, you know, right, and and went on with something else, and uh, you, you're not really rude if you just keep pushing them on something because if they don't answer it, that's their fault, not yours. We'll get back to uh, get back to some of the interview here in a little bit. Again, I I, I should have kept I should have listened and, and kept the count and done this before the program. But let's do it all together, shall we? It's 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 a fun uh, it's a fun exercise. All for together all. now. All together. Now you heard the big voice guy say uh, as we started this uh, this break that if you text Broncos, you will be put in the running for a pair of tickets. This game is this Saturday. Boise State versus New Mexico, Extra Mile Arena, 6 o'clock club. You get left out of a lot of contests. You're included in this one. You mean early risers. Early risers. Mm-hmm. Sorry, 6 a.m. club, early risers. There we go. Which I am unwillingly a part of this this week. <laughs> Mike Casper will be back at some point. Uh, again, for those of you that didn't know, he lost his, uh, he lost his dad uh, earlier this week. So he's, uh, he's with his family right now uh, grieving the loss of his dad. Text Broncos, and you could win. You could be put in the running for Boise State men's basketball tickets. KBOI News Time 645. Sports brought to you by the Pork Belly, downtown CUNA. The Dukes of Pork. The Dukes of Pork. Deep fried wings fried to perfection. Toss in a homemade buffalo sauce served on a bed of coleslaw. The Dukes of Pork, just one of the items at Pork Belly in downtown CUNA. After a close first half Tuesday, the Boise State men's basketball team blew out Air Force in the second half to win by 31 points at 79 to 48. The Broncos were ahead by only two points at halftime, 28 to 26. But in the final 20 minutes, Boise State outscored the Falcons 51 to 22. Forward Tyson Degenhart led the Broncos with 21 points. Guard Chabuzo Abo added 17, and Omar Stanley added 15. 
Abo and Cam Martin each had six rebounds. Degenhart Martin and Roddy Anderson the third each had two assists. And next, Boise State will host New Mexico Saturday at 6 p.m. at Extra Mile Arena. The Boise State women's basketball team faces UNLV in Las Vegas tonight at 7.30. The Runnin' Rebels are 24-2 and overall, 14-1 and to lead the Mountain West Conference, ranked number 24 in the nation, and the winners of nine games in a row. This will not be easy. The Broncos are 19-9 and overall and 10-5 and in conference, tied for second with New Mexico. And that's sports. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 173 delegates up for grabs this weekend. 173? Yes. This weekend and Monday. Oh, and Monday. Okay. Mm -hmm. This weekend and Monday. North Dakota has theirs on Monday. And on Saturday? On Saturday, Michigan, Idaho, and Missouri Mm. all have caucuses. 39 delegates will be awarded from Michigan's caucus. There's only one primary. There's only one primary this weekend. Who is it? That's your damn near impossible trivia question. All right, then. You have three states that have caucuses, but there's only one primary. If you know the answer to this question, 19, 19 Republican delegates, which for those of you keeping score is one more than Nikki Haley currently has, 19 delegates are will be awarded from one primary. If you know the answer to that question, you could win a pair of tickets to see the Idaho Steelheads uh, this uh, this Friday. This Friday, take on the Utah Grizzlies. Had a chance to uh, talk with Nikki Haley yesterday, and uh, a question that a number of people had, and we will get to the answer of this question a little later on, is why are you still in the race? What indicators do you have that uh, things are going to change? And we'll, we'll get to that answer at some point. Also, for those of you uh, those of you keeping an eye on the Department of Justice, uh, Department of Corrections, Thomas Creech uh, is scheduled at this time, is scheduled to be uh, put to death. Three, at, eight, three hours and two minutes from now. Yep. So he is, uh, th- these are the last hours of his life there at the Department of Corrections, and there's a number of people who are working to uh, stop the uh, the death penalty from happening in Idaho. We'll get into that story. We'll get into that discussion a little later on uh, this morning as well. Other uh, other things to keep an eye on. Uh, we have you guys talked about IVF a l- uh, earlier on? You guys, in vitro fertilization. Yes. yes. Idaho lawmakers looking to e- protect in vitro fertilization. Yeah, because in it's the a state. it's a way to have children, not to prevent children. Right. However, they don't all they they don't all take. Some of the embryos are destroyed in the process, and some people, after fertilization happens, process happens, yeah, decide they don't want to go through with it. Which is fine because, or they can't pay. Apart from Alabama, they're not actually children; they're just embryos. So. How do we define it? What rules do we want in Idaho? We're going to get into that and probably more all in one show. Again, I'm Nate Shellman filling in for Mike Casper. He will be back uh, at some point in time. But until then, it's you and us. News next. 
Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. There's a little button there at the bottom of the app that says Podcasts. Mm. And you can check it out there. Now, if you click on that, it will bring up the podcasts in order that they're downloaded. You can click on the shows. Specifically, Casper and Chris, my show in the afternoon, Home Fix Show with Joe Prin, Zamzo's show, all of them. Do it episode by episode. Cool. Now you know. Hey, uh, knowing is half the battle. Joe Biden is going to receive his annual physical at Walter Reed. That's a physical. It's not a mental workup. Don't go go, don't go nuts, folks. Uh, Yesterday we had Nikki Haley on in the afternoon, and about a minute forty three into the interview, she's already said Donald Trump's name four times, (laughs) Joe Biden's name once. We'll continue because we're uh, Chris. Chris wanted to know the answer to the question: Why are you still in? Right. Yeah, specifically, uh, are you, in fact, waiting to see if Donald Trump will, for some reason, be ineligible? Let's go back to the tape. Donald Trump is margin of error. I defeat Joe Biden by 18 points. If we win like that, just imagine that's House, that's Senate, that's governorships, that's winning up and down the ticket. But more than that, you're going into D.C. with a mandate, a mandate to stop the wasteful spending and get our economy back on track, a mandate Mm -hmm. to get our kids reading again and back to the basics in education, a mandate to secure our borders with no more excuses, a mandate for law and order in our cities, and a mandate for a strong America that prevents war that we can all be proud of. In South Carolina, Carolina, Donald Trump got 47 delegates. You got three. So far, he has 110 delegates. You have 20. It's not the first time I've heard you say something uh, uh, along this lines on uh, on TV. As far as you need uh, need need somebody of a certain uh, mentality, need somebody of a certain age. Why isn't that message? Why do you think that's not uh, that's not connecting? Well, that's not the only message. We can have the best ideas in the world, but if you don't have someone who can win a general election, none of it matters. There will be a female president of the United States. It will either be me. Or it will be Kamala Harris. And if Donald Trump is the nominee, you can see America's going to go towards the socialist left and we will have a president Kamala Harris. This is about the fact that we need to look at what are we get. First, you've got an electability problem with Donald Trump. But also look at what's happened since he was elected. I was in Minnesota. Minnesota used to be this Beacon of Michigan, sorry, Michigan used to be this beacon of light back in 2012. They were winning races up and down the ticket. They had passed right to work. Everybody was talking about how great Michigan was doing. Since Donald Trump became president in 2016, Michigan lost the governor's mansion. They lost the state house. They lost the state Senate. I went to Minnesota after that. The same exact thing. They've lost their races. Then in Colorado. Colorado hasn't had a Republican that's won more than 45% statewide since Donald Trump became president. And Colorado now has 10% less Republicans than they used to. Donald Trump is pushing people out of our party. And think about the fact that the Republican Party is changing. We used to be the party of fiscal responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. Donald Trump put us $8 trillion in debt in just four years more than any other president. He grew government more government control, 
That's not what Republicans believe in. And congressional Republicans followed him. They just opened up pet projects and earmarks for the first time in 10 years, pushing through 7,000 of them. But you're, you're but still running against him. Also used to be, Nikki, you're still running against used, him. Is there is there a state that you're polling ahead of him? Only four states have voted. In the next week, we're going to have 21 more states vote. Mm-hmm. This is not, I know he wanted the party to anoint him. But we don't anoint kings in America. We have elections. We are blessed in America that people get to decide. All of these people need to decide. The Idaho caucuses, that needs to happen on Saturday. Let's let it happen. In 20-plus states, they'll get to decide in the next week. That's what Americans deserve. And the problem with this control of what's happening is not healthy because all of a sudden this has become about one man. Think about it. There's nothing normal. When you have someone who says to their opponent supporters, if you support her, you're going to be barred permanently from MAGA. If you're running for president, you're trying to bring people into the fold, not push people out of your club. And we're watching that happen around the country. That's why we lost in 2018. That's why we lost in 2020. That's why we lost in 2022. Republicans need to know we are on a ship. It's got a hole in it. We can either go down with the ship and allow America to go to the socialist left, or we can see the fact that there is a new way forward. That's what we're trying to do. Think about it. The Republican Party used to be about peace through strength. Uh-huh. We're not having peace through strength because now Donald Trump said in South Carolina that he would encourage Putin to invade our allies, the same allies that stood with us after 9-11. In that moment of saying that, he made our allies more vulnerable, he emboldened Putin, who's now putting troops around those countries, and he put our military men and women at risk that are serving there. With your he with this message, my- is there a state between now, between Michigan, Idaho, Missouri, D.C., Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, is there a state that you are polling ahead? I'm not doing any polling. You can look at public polls. We're going to find out. But what's wrong with allowing the people to vote? Did you get the answer to your question yet? Mm, Not directly, but but yes, uh, all the same. Okay. Uh, by the way, so far that that's uh, six. We're we're, we're going to cut it off there. If you want to listen to the rest of the uh, of the interview, go ahead and uh, go online. Go ahead and uh, listen on the app. Uh, six minutes forty six seconds into the interview, Nikki Haley said Donald Trump's name twelve times. <laughs> Joe Biden's name twice. Kamala huh? Harris's name. Like I said, first things first. Twice. KBOI News Time seven fourteen. So far this morning, I've said the pork belly six times. We need to say the pork belly more because the pork belly's in downtown Cuna. Chef Wally's there. You want it? Uh, you want you want your chicken fried steak? You want uh, Napoleon's gravy? Two eggs on a biscuit and your choice of sides. That's just one of the menu items at Pork Belly downtown Cuna. The Boise State Athletic Director uh, Jeremiah Dickey announced Tuesday. 
The Bronco football team has received a $1 million donation from a donor who requested to remain anonymous. It is the 14th time Boise State has received a seven-figure gift since the launch of the Lyle Smith Society in December of 2020. The past $2 million donations went directly to women's sports and to purchase and install lights for the softball team at Donna Larson Park. In the NBA, Max Struess of the Cavaliers had a fourth quarter for the ages, hitting five three-pointers in the final three minutes, including a 59-foot nothing-but-net half-court shot at the buzzer to beat the Mavericks 121-119. Cavs out of timeout. Struess into Mobley. Back to Max. Half-court shot. Good! Good! He hit it! Cavs win! This place is going crazy! I mistakenly said that was Mike Snyder earlier on the show. That's Tim Alcorn oh, there. Okay. He actually shot that uh, uh, game-winning shot from the pork belly. Do <laughs> do, do we have uh, uh, any idea whether he lived through the end of that game or not? Uh, he got drenched uh-huh. after the end of the game. They they celebrated him like it was a walk-off. Well, it was a walk-off, but uh, like a baseball walk-off. They drenched him with water. Uh, right there at center court, yeah. and when the reporter asked him, hey, how do you feel about this? He said, cold. <laughs> Struess's final shot was officially the second longest game-winning shot of the three-point era, which began 45 years ago. Donovan Mitchell led Cleveland with 31 points. Struess finished with 21, and Jared Allen had 19. And the losing cause for Dallas, Luka Doncic had 45 points, and Kyrie Irving added 30. That, that is sports. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Couple minutes before the market's open right now. Dow Futures down 134 points. Jeremiah Bates joining us. What are we looking at today? Yeah, we have a, kind of a slew of earnings reports coming through, really in the technology space. Interestingly enough, you had the online marketplace eBay. It's up uh, about 5% after they did have a positive, I guess, reaction to their earnings report. They're going to increase their dividend, announcing $2 billion on buybacks. So they clearly have some free cash flow to implement that. So budding well for that stock. But bottom line is, I think the three major indexes, it's probably going to be relatively flat today because investors are going to be looking ahead to tomorrow. And that's when the PCE, the personal consumption expenditure, um, is going to be released. And that's the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation. Now, of course, inflation has been top of mind because we look at those inflation numbers and that is likely going to lead to decision-making by our central bank on what they're going to do with interest rates. So I don't anticipate big swings today, at least as far as the, the major index. is probably going to be more so what we saw yesterday. Maybe some modest gains, maybe some modest losses, but relatively flat in anticipation tomorrow. But... Getting out of the the stock space and getting into the cryptocurrency space, which, Nate, I know you certainly have an affinity for. I'm just I kidding. love it. You people <laughs> look at this thing like it's a sports event. Go ahead. Bitcoin surpassing $60,000 per token, and it's getting ever closer to the record high of 69000 It's up 44% so far this year. So for the uh, cryptocurrency enthusiasts, the, the Bitcoin enthusiasts, they're certainly happy seeing these gains because it's up over 6% over the past 24 hours. Uh, I guess I'll be running the board the rest of the day because Derek just retired. Chris? <laughs> it, 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 looks like, it looks like people are going on luxury cruises again, too. 
Oh, you look at uh, yesterday, huge performance out of your cruise line operators, particularly Norwegian Cruise Lines, which actually did post a pretty good profit. Really, I mean, not to the likes that we've seen since pre-pandemic, since 2019. Norwegian Cruise Lines finished up almost 20% yesterday. So clearly an appetite for cruises. People have money. They're spending less on uh just standalone items. They're spending more money on experiences, and we're seeing that flow in the travel and leisure pace, the travel and leisure space, and certainly reflected in the region cruise line stock yesterday. Can we pay for that cruise with Bitcoin? <laughs> part part of part of Bitcoin. We cash it probably buy the entire cruise boat with Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I mean, it keeps going on this tear. It wouldn't be surprising. I mean, hey, Bitcoin. Obviously, there's a lot. There was a lot of enthusiasm going that into the in the beginning of the year when those exchange traded funds were approved to actually allow having the the actual tangible asset of Bitcoin backing that fund. So that just allowed they removed the barrier of entry. It made it significantly easier for people to buy into those funds, and I think that's providing that bit of a tailwind that we're seeing right now. Jeremiah, we'll hear from you guys at uh, at eight thirty. Thank you. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. Nate Shelman sitting in for Mike Casper. He's out. He'll be back. Attending to family business. Chris Walton here. And uh, welcome back, Dirk Cutter. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back. uh, Old and new offensive coordinator at Boise State. I, mean, I guess there's a certain time. I'm trying to imagine what uh, retirement would be like, you know, and just like and just sit around, do whatever you want all day. Uh, short, uh, apparently, he was only retired during the 2023 season. Travel wherever you want, go eat wherever you want, do whatever you want. Then go. Ah, oh, you know what? I want to go back to work. <laughs> eh. In- interesting. I mean, and, and if you do what you love, it's not really work. All right. Uh, yeah, you know, that's an idea, Chris. Uh, mm-hmm. Check in with somebody else who's in retirement and see how they're doing. Yeah. See, see if we can get a hold of that. Who, who, who do we know? See, 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 uh, see if we can bring anybody else out of retirement is, for, is, for a little bit. Is retired that huh. maybe we could maybe talk to this week. Hmm. Hmm. Who? Who? who Possibly. Who, who, I ask. Yeah. Well, we... I, and I got to wonder if that person who we're talking about, who shall remain nameless, mm-hmm. um, enjoys sleeping in. Uh, my my uh, educated guess would be yes. I mean, outside of travel, and that's that's what I would look forward to doing. If, if I'm retired, uh, I, I'd want to travel. I'd want to go places. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm into uh, I'm into James May. If any of you have seen those on Amazon, you know, traveling to Japan or Italy or, or India or any you know places like that. Travel the travel the country. Mm-hmm. Just go all to all the different places. I don't know why of all the places I want to go to, but I want to go to Four Corners Park just to say I've been there. Oh, uh, New Mexico, Arizona, uh, Utah, Utah, Colorado. Or yeah, Florida. yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to go there. Just, just See, to, you can stand in four states at the same time. Sure, sure. And you know, just to say I've done it, or two, uh, and then two, and then back to the two. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Death Valley. I, I, I'd like to check that out just to drive through it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to be there all day. Um, no, I want to be there when it's when it's not you know, blistering hot. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's a reason they call it Death Valley. And then. Once you see the stuff, uh-huh. once you do the things, I mean, I don't golf. Then sleep in. Right. I don't golf. No, this is not a knock on golfers. A number of people who do golf love it. I I, 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 uh, I put them in the same level of crack addicts because they don't just do a little bit. They golf all the time. 
all the time. They want to golf in so many places. They want to golf in. They want to golf in Arizona. They want to golf in Scotland. They want to go mm-hmm. everywhere. But you know, whatever, whatever blows your hair back, right? I don't golf. Um, and then, hey, you want to work? Yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're a Bronco, we're, we're, uh, we're setting you up for something here. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a Bronco fan, in case, in case you haven't figured that out, if you're a Bronco fan, you got to be ecstatic. Because when you take a look at the work that Dirk Cutter did mm-hmm. with early Taylor Green, getting him ready, and and maybe he did too good of a job, but that's that's a complete get. And you look at the overall talent that the Broncos have brought in on offense uh, this go around. Go, gosh, he hope- made he made Taylor so good. He's now playing for Arkansas. And you know what? There's something to be said for that. There's something to be said for a guy who's been in the NFL coaching at BSU, Mm -hmm. if your goal as a player is to get to the NFL, the man knows the road. He knows the road here. And you might not have to compete with the same likes of talent that they have at Alabama or Tennessee or Ohio State or or, or, uh, Michigan. Et cetera, et cetera. Sure. You you can get there from BSU. But we're going to check in with the rest of sports coming up here in just a little bit. KBOI News Time, 737. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Uh, speaking of the Apple devices, Apple getting out of the electric car business. So, yeah, so they're, they're, I, I guess they're just they have more energy to just focus on phones and, and music. No more electric cars for Apple. Okay, then. Yeah. What's that Apple device? One led to the other. Yeah, they they, they, they kind of don't want to participate unless they can, you know, make some huge advances. And mm-hmm. they, they weren't, so they just, you know, they're, they're tapering. It's weird. When, when, when companies and, uh, and a lot of money don't see a rate of return on their investment, they tend to either stop the project or pull their money out. In other news, if you want to, if you haven't listened to the Nikki Haley uh, interview, that's on uh, KBOI.com and on the KBOI app. KBOI News Time, 7.44. Last check on sports brought to you by the Pork Belly downtown CUNA. Avenue B hashes. Melted cheese, two eggs. Garnished with hollandaise and chives. Yeah, Pork Belly, downtown CUNA. Dirk Cutter is back with the Boise State football team again. Cutter will serve as the Broncos' new offensive coordinator, replacing Bush Hamden, who is now the offensive coordinator at Kentucky. Cutter is a Pocatello native. He was the head coach at Boise State from 1998 to 2000, then returned to the Broncos in 2022, first as an offensive analyst, then later in the season as the interim offensive coordinator. In his career, Cutter has also been the head coach at Highland High School of Pocatello, Arizona State University, and for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's been offensive coordinator at San Francisco State, Texas El Paso, Missouri, Boston College, and Oregon, and for Tampa Bay, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Atlanta Falcons. As head coach, Cutter led Boise State to two Big West Conference championships in 1999 and 2000. After a close first half Tuesday, the Boise State men's basketball team blew out Air Force in the second half to win by 31 points at 79 to 48. The Broncos were ahead by only two points at halftime, 28-26, but in the final 20 minutes, Boise State outscored the Falcons 51 to 22. 
Forward Tyson Dagenhart led the Broncos with 21 points. Guard Chibuzo Abo added 17, and Omar Stanley added 15. Abo and Cam Martin each had six rebounds. Dagenhart, Martin, and Roddy Anderson III each had two assists. Next, Boise State will host New Mexico Saturday at 6 p.m. at Extra Mile Arena. That's sports. And Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. I said it half-jokingly. I actually wasn't expecting somebody to email me and say, Hey, can I have that song? If, yeah, if you want, I, I wasn't expecting it either. If you want the Welcome Back Cutter song. After, you know, having heard it. <laughs> the thing is, now we're playing it. Now now we're, we're, we're announcing it to people who didn't hear it. Which might be the fun in and of itself. Yeah, I suppose. Somebody here in the building, uh, Brett Connor, that recorded a Welcome Back Cotter song for Dirk Cutter. New lyrics. Uh, a bit pitchy. <laughs> a bit flat. It's Nick the Lo- in the style of Nick the Lounge Singer, which it, was Bill Murray's character on uh, early Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but I I I, I gotta wonder that the part of me does wonder: is it coincidence that Dirk Cutter announces that he's coming back, and then the same day there is a anonymous million dollar donor to the program? Is it is that just mm, a happy coincidence? Probably. It could be. I don't know. I, I, I'll never know because they... Uh, they don't have to say. that They remained anonymous. Sure, sure. But, you know, weird stuff has happened, and if you're a football fan, I mean, hell, everybody else is doing it. Ohio <laughs> State is just buying coaches and players. Everyone's doing it. And if Boise State doesn't want to be picked apart at the bone, money's going to have to come from somewhere. Yeah, good point. And as much as I would love everything to remain pure... Um, that's what Division Two's for. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, a, that's what and Division the, Two and, football's and the for. NAIA, yeah, sure. So we 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 have a lot to get through today. Of course, uh, Dirk Cutter being announced yesterday, just after the show, uh, that he was uh, that he was coming back as offensive coordinator for Boise State today, scheduled at ten o'clock. Thomas Creech expected to uh, have the death penalty uh, carried out uh, on him. Uh, in maybe. Well, it's still scheduled. No indicator as of right now that the governor or any judge is going to stop this execution, but there are a lot of groups, there's a lot of people out there, and you see this everywhere that the that a state has the death penalty. A number of people are just anti-death penalty. A right. number of people are just against the death penalty. They do not believe that the state should kill people. They don't believe that the state should put someone to death for heinous crimes. Life in prison, that's it. That's it. Top mm-hmm. it out at life in prison. And we'll talk about that a little, uh, a little later on in the program uh, today because this debate has gone on for decades. It's not new. The arguments get, get interesting uh, you know, because the uh, the Constitution does not allow for cruel and unusual punishment, and allegations are out there that the uh, that lethal injection does cause pain. I don't know if it has because I haven't heard anybody who's been put to death via lethal injection complain about it. But I also haven't witnessed it either. There are some True. things that could go wrong. 
Mm-hmm. The electric chair. So we, electric chairs have malfunctioned over time. Oh, did you see the green mile? <laughs> I did. Better wet that sponge. Stop it. Stop. Um, and we'll talk about it a little later on because uh, a number of people's dissatisfaction with the death penalty is how much the appeals process cause, uh, costs a state. If you're going to put someone to death, the uh, the prisoner is entitled to a number of appeals. Mm-hmm. There have been people over time who have been put to death and later found innocent, not guilty of the crimes they were they were found guilty of. So the argument behind that is if it, if it saves just one innocent person from being put to death, then best to get rid of the death penalty. Well, it, in it modern. In, in in modern day now, mm-hmm. we actually do use DNA evidence at trial. Right. So, uh, I mean, it, it used to be that we would use it, you know, many years after the fact, and they go, "Oh, well, maybe you didn't do it after all." And with with the more data with with more data that is out there right now with our cell phones, basically tracking our mm-hmm. every move, our our every history, and how that is logged somewhere, you know, as far as data goes, all the technology, well. The biggest complaint I hear of the death penalty from this audience over time is isn't that we have the death penalty is that we don't use it well, yeah. fast enough. I mean, well, you know, somebody gets convicted in the seventies and sure they put them to death fifty years later, which is apparently what's going to happen today at ten. So, talk about that a little later on the program. Uh, some Idaho lawmakers are looking to protect in vitro fertilization in the state. That is a, uh, that's a hot topic that's been going on all over the country as far as uh, Alabama and other states are concerned, keeping an eye on that as well. And looking forward to this Saturday, the Idaho Republican Caucus will be at noon. Had a conversation off air with somebody. If, you, if you've moved within the state and you haven't re-registered before New Year's, you have two choices. You could either drive back to your old place. That's choice number one. Mm-hmm. Drive back to the uh, to, to the district you move from, or you're not voting. If you're new to the state and you haven't registered as a Republican before January first, that's the breaks. That's the breaks. The rules say you had to be registered as a Republican at your current address by. January 1st of 2024. Notifications went out uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, on where registered Republicans can go caucus this Saturday, and it's not going to be a four-hour process. Uh, they hope to streamline it and get you in and out of there within 15, 20 minutes. If you don't want to watch the videos. If you do want to watch the videos, <laughs> uh, it's going to be longer. If you want to get the cookies and, and, no and talk videos, with people. No videos, no videos. We got first-place basketball. We tied for first place basketball. You got coaching moves. Bob Beeler, Bronco Sports Today. Five home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at three. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. I'm sorry. I, I This is Mike's strength. This isn't mine. Yeah. I didn't mean to make the question that difficult. Trivia questions? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, something tells me that when you start saying the the question at 6.55, some people might be tempted to search an area where you could find a lot of knowledge. The internet? I guess you could go there, too. Google, Wikipedia, whatever. There are 
a number of caucuses this weekend. There's only one primary. And it's on a Sunday. Good for 19 delegates. I, By the way, if you've been listening so far today, I actually said it earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said it yesterday during the interview. Said it earlier. But good for a pair of Idaho Steelheads tickets as they take on the Utah Grizzlies. Who's having the primary? 208. Not the caucuses. The, the primary. 208-336-3700. Travis. What an unfortunate name. Travis, you're on News Talk KBY. Go ahead. California? Good guess, but no. Sorry. Sorry. No. By the way, that was the only guess? And that's that's Canadian for sorry, by the way. That's the only guess? I stumped the audience? No. Yeah, the phone line's wide open. Wide. What? No. No way. The phone's there has to be <laughs> No. I mean, I'll sit on the tickets. I don't want to just give them away. These the, the games are darn near sold out to begin mm-hmm. with. The tickets are hard to come by mm-hmm. at some point in time. Travis is still there if you want to give him another no! chance. No, you get one chance. You get one chance. This isn't this is this isn't third grade uh Dave, spelling. Dave Chappelle would know. Dean Cameron would know. Will Sunsell? Well, he, yeah, he possibly could. Know. Possibly. I don't know when they moved it. Dave Campbell would know. Sure, sure. Uh, you know what? Russ Fulcher might know. True. Uh, yeah. or, or Rish or Crapo or, mm-hmm. or uh, Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Marion Barry would have known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's no longer a mayor, just a flavor. <laughs> John! Hi, John. Good morning. Is it Utah? Good guess, but no. What? Hmm? Kevin! Yes? Hi, what's your guess? My guess is Florida. Good, <sighs> good guess, but no. Also wrong. See, you're nice to people. I just, no, It's not even a good guess. That's a terrible guess. Terrible. Monty. Monty? Yes. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. All right. uh, My guess is District of Columbia. Oh, thank heavens, Monty. Thank you. All right. Did you know or did you look it up? Uh, I looked it up. Okay. All right. And here we thought you would have picked up. All the people that I said would know, their initials are D.C. I went with people who who live in D.C. Or worked. Yeah. And so there, there was a combination of things that were uh-huh, confusing uh-huh. people, obviously. Congratulations, Monty. We're going to get your uh, your information. You're no, going and, to... and, and the thing is, Utah and Florida, those were not bad guesses because those are states. If somebody had said, like, Uruguay, that's a bad guess. I didn't say which state is having a primary. That's true. You said who's having a primary. I said who's having a primary. Uh, news coming up soon. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate Shellman filling in for Mike Casper. He'll be back in the future taking care of family business. Chris Walton here. Chris is a uh, Chris is a good man. He's a uh, thoughtful person, knowledgeable person. But if you 
did something horrific, heinous, terrible crime. Would you rather suffer the death penalty or listen to the <laughs> well listen to the welcome back cutter song that was put together by somebody here in this building. Uh, let's see. A, a parody song of Welcome Back, Cotter. That is a tough decision. Would you rather... What, were the, what was the first one again? Uh, lethal Injection. Lethal so, Injection. Which, so by, by the way, the Supreme Court has denied, so Thomas Creech uh, will assume room temperature at some point today. So the first one you die on purpose. Yeah. Or listen to Welcome Back, Cutter for an hour straight. I, I an take- hour might want to take my uh, chances with that needle. We'll let, we'll let you determine. And by the way, if you want this song, and I've had people email me say, hey, can I get that parody song? Twice. If you work or are related to these people, watch out. I feel like they should come with a warning sign. But the good news is, is Dirk Cutter is coming back. That's the good news. As an uh, offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator for the yes. Boise State Broncos. Yes. Football team. Bad news is somebody was moved in this building who can't sing to begin with. <laughs> and then tried. I'm going to have this in my head all day. No, 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 no. No, this vein right here. No, this vein. This vein. Use this vein. Go ahead. Put the needle right there. <laughs> all right, all right. That was just once. Could you imagine that for the entire hour? You're on. You're on death row. Phlebotomists usually can't find a vein uh, on me. <laughs> I'd help them. Am I thick skin? No, you, but, but you're close. Now, if you want that song, you want to celebrate Dirk Cutter coming back, go mm-hmm. ahead, email me, nate at kby.com. We'll send it to you. It's free. We're not we're not charging. Uh, because why would we? But And who would pay it? Thank you very much to Brett Connor for uh for putting that lovely ditty together. Yeah. Uh no he, time to hire a singer, but thank you. He's he's known for his announcing. He's known for uh for his time over on Magic. Some of you may have heard he's, him. He's known entirely for talking. Yeah. Some of you might know him from his basketball prowess, either on the floor or behind the mic. He, he did play for the Boise State Broncos in the 70s, as did his brother Steve Connor. Nice. Who was... Uh, and his dad... A little better. And his dad was Buzz Connor, yeah, who, right. was, who was the coach so for Boise State. So you may have heard him this year on the announce, uh, mm-hmm. in announcing the team as uh, as K.J. Mack was, uh, was on vacation. And has now retired. Yes. announced the other day. So... If you want that, go ahead, email nate at kby.com. I tried to email it to Chris, but for some reason your email keeps kicking it back. It's weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that's happening. I, I know how to use the block feature. Oh. Now, on to the other news. The Supreme Court 
has denied Thomas Creech's appeal. Yeah. So, as that's the, of, and that's the U.S. Supreme Court. Yep. In in D.C. where they're having a primary this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, the capital, if DC. you if you are against the death penalty, mm-hmm. if you are anti death, if you think the death penalty should be abolished, if you think the death penalty, you're just for whatever your reason is. I like to open. I like to open up things up. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred, because the debate is going on now. The debate has been going on since all last measure uh, attempts have been exhausted mm-hmm. and denied, and they are going through enough. And he's got an hour and seventeen minutes to what? Get right with the world, whatever. I. You know what? For a number of people who have served out at the uh, out at the prison, mm-hmm. uh, they've known him for years. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they some of these people they actually you know a, a, a prison guard's job. It's not like Shawshank, right? Right now they're just trying to re- keep him calm. They get yeah. to know him. They talk, and, and apparently over time he's a he's a really good guy when he's completely removed from others. Right over time he's become, uh, according to them, he's a different person. And there, there's some remorse that, hey, yeah, he is, but you know, once upon a time, he's in jail for what he did, not for who he is now. You find yourself in prison for what mm-hmm. you did, and taking he, a life is what he did. He went to prison for murder, murdered somebody in prison, that's when he got the death penalty. And then claimed to have murdered others. About 22 others. So... If there's somebody listening to this program right now, and and it'll be difficult because a lot of the people who are against the death penalty are at the prison, they're they're at uh, they're at the facility right now protesting the the last ditch effort, and this has been like this for for decades, as long as I can remember, long as you can remember, sure, okay. I mean, for a long time, when uh, when I was in fact, from the time I was born until I was twelve years old, nobody was executed in this country. And then Gary Gilmore was in Utah, and that opened it up. And the argument that a number of people have is, well, it's we've had some calls during the break. They should be limited in appeals. Prisoners should be limited. The time frame should be limited. Mm-hmm. And I understand that I side, too. I don't want to change due process, but right. it, it, it is uh, strange when somebody gets uh, sentenced and then you know doesn't die for 40 years. Yeah. It's, it's just a prolonged attempt. They they got to live a lot more a lot longer than their victims were even alive. It's it uh, to some degree. And, and right there, that kind of is is why that. Like I said, I I used to be against the death penalty, but I changed my mind, and it's because of the heinousness of a lot of the crimes. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless phone. Idaho's not the only one going through this. Texas is going through this. A number of states go through go through this that have the death penalty and the discussion becomes uh, more and more increased as the date and time gets closer to the execution. Your time to talk coming up next. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Did you... Do that just to see if I just get a migraine. Just to see the look on your face. I got an IM instant oh, migraine. Wow, Chris was ha- Chris was just jamming out to the original intro music. All right, let's do this. Let's talk to some people. Uh-huh, yeah, 
And then I started playing the the parody song, and he just put he closed his eyes and put his head down. Oh, my enthusiasm waned. <laughs> that would be cruel and unusual punishment. It was it was waning inside. If you're against the death penalty, you're welcome to call in. Uh, Thomas Creech expected to uh, expire at uh, shortly after ten o'clock when the uh, death penalty starts being carried out. If you are against the death penalty, call in two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. And we'll make you listen to this song over and over on loop. <laughs> Gary, Nampa, you're on News Talk KVOI. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, you said some people were opposed to lethal injection because it supposedly caused pain. So I sent you a short text message and then called up and asked your screener not to read it because I wanted to give more context. And the question was, how much pain is cruel? Because I have a sore right knee, arthritis, and pain in the lower back. So I bought a 19-inch toilet, a power lift recliner, and sleep on a firm mattress because those all significantly reduce my pain. If they send me to prison and don't give me a 19-inch toilet, a power lift recliner, and a Tempur-Pedic mattress, do I get released because that's cruel punishment? That is a fantastic argument you make, and I uh, I applaud you for a uh, a, a well-thought-out, well-planned approach. However, it would be argued that the state isn't causing your pain. So, yeah, the I cruel mean, and you, unusual punishment you, would be... Basically, would be caused by the state. You basically showed up with pain, right? You, 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 you're bringing the 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 state isn't causing you due to their actions. You pain. Your body well, is failing. No, no, no. I, I know you want to continue the argument, but <laughs> <laughs> and 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 even you're not making a real argument. It now, if you said, "Gosh, it, it causes pain when the needle goes in," uh, which I think they do actually use some kind of topical. Uh, uh, Deadening, some some kind of novocaine or some kind of topical pain relief, so that it doesn't hurt when the pain yeah. when, when the needle goes in. And and again, they use a sterile needle, and, and they I, and they uh, they dab your arm with rubbing alcohol, so you you don't get uh, an infection at, right after they kill you. Because to not do that could be construed as well, at least unusual. Um, but the entire it's not terribly cruel. But the, the the entirety of the death penalty is unusual, so it's just not usual that it's get, that it gets carried out all the time. Tom Boise, listening on six seventy KBY AM. Go ahead, Tom. Well, this is not my idea. I stole it from someone else. But uh, instead of giving people the death penalty, uh, put them in uh, solitary confinement and make them listen to the Barney. Uh, song 18 hours a day and then they can make a choice that they want to continue listening to Barney or to be executed. That would be Barney the Purple Dinosaur. Yep. Yeah. Purple Dinosaur. I just... Uh, again, and, and that, that could be conscribed as uh, conceived as torture when you, well, when you, I, when you do I, something like that. Definitely yeah, the guy unusual. Was suggesting to me that we, the guy was suggesting to me we use it at Gitmo so we can help these prisoners loosen their tongues. 
Well, it, not a bad idea. I mean, listen, as far as hum- humane ways to go, you're not causing any uh, any bleeding. You're not causing any, uh, any bruising. However, uh, again, I think listening to the Barney song over and over on loop in solitary confinement might be considered torture. Never mind. Never mind. You guys need help finding the... uh, the, Here, I'll help you. I'll help you you, with the needle. Do you regret your actions? I do now. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Thank you, uh, Jim, for uh, texting lidocaine. Not the the worst suggestion we ever had. They numb the the arm with lidocaine before they put the needle in. Oh, is that what it is? To cause as little pain as possible because it's it's supposed to be a very sterile, Mm -hmm. very emotionless, and, you know... Physically clean and emotionless environment. It's for those that are, that have witnessed it directly. It's uh, it's an it's an it's an interesting thing, and it and it is somber to a degree because a life is still being uh, being stopped. Mm-hmm. Whether you agree with it or not, it's still the ultimate punishment. It's not anything as creative as what you guys are coming up with. This is it. The end. Tomorrow, you know, later on today, tomorrow, whenever He's Thomas like, Creech's soul will what, not what, be on this planet. What would you do if you knew you had sixty-three minutes to live? I mean, I don't know if I'd be able. I mean, uh, as a free man, what well, would I do? Would you go to commercial? I <laughs> no, because we have to anyway. Well, right, we have to anyway, but I, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I probably would just leave work. <laughs> this is not where I want to end my life. Walk around, breathe the air, that sort of thing. Yeah, but chances are, knowing me, I'll probably pass at work. Your calls afternoon. Be a part of the show at three three six thirty seven hundred or toll free one eight hundred five two nine KBOI. Now back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Does anybody still have a phone plan that charges per text? No, I mean, what? I, I I know I don't. <laughs> Somebody might. So technically, we still have to say standard text messaging rates apply, you know, just to cover our rear end because you don't know it's free. Sorry. Hey, we do a lot of text contests. If you don't have an unlimited text plan, texting could cost you money. We feel the need. Weird stuff we have to say. (laughs) Just (laughs) so by the way. Uh, for those of you trying to win Bronco basketball tickets, just text Broncos. You have between now and uh, 9.50 to do so. Now, for those of you who tried to win Outlaw Music Festival tickets yesterday, you're going to have another chance today. All right. Uh, between 10 and 3, you will hear the cue to text. Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, and John Mellencamp. Right. Now, before the show... You told me there's other lineups in other areas with the Outlaw Music Festival. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, uh, some of the uh, venues will get Robert Plant and Allison Krauss. Cool, Willie Nelson, or just different different lineup. It's it, it's. Yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think they all have th- the three guys that we're getting. Okay, all right. But then they have other special guests. Huh. And, and I doubt Robert Plant will do you know any Led Zeppelin material. Probably just the songs that he has with Allison Krauss. Yeah, yeah, interesting. 
Interesting. Uh, Thomas Creech is uh, scheduled to be put to death in about uh, fifty less than fifty three minutes. Wow. So uh, there's a number of people protesting outside the uh, the, the jail now. You know, I don't, the I don't prison. Think, I don't think they, they 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 don't do a formal like last meal anymore like they used to, where they where they ask them what they want and then go find it whatever it is. Right, they, because they, some, they some of that, the requests they, were ridiculous. Well, well, true, some of the requests were ridiculous, but also it finally occurred to them, hey, what, why are we treating this guy special at all? And so they still get a last meal, but it's the same thing all the other prisoners get. Like, whatever's on the menu, right. this is what you got. You know, Because, again, the people who are in on death row and about to go through the death penalty most likely didn't ask their victims, hey, before I take your life, yeah. do, you, do you have Would any you, other requests besides please don't kill me? And let's go to the restaurant really quickly, and then I'll get yeah. you right after oh, 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 you want nuggies? Let's go get nuggies. Exactly. 208-336-3700. Gary, listening on 670 KBY AM. Go ahead, Gary. Hey, uh, you just said exactly what I was thinking. Um, why are we caring about his feelings when he didn't care about the people he killed? Yeah. The arguments that I've heard made is Thomas Creech is not the same person he was back then. That being in prison has changed him. He's not as angry. He understands the gravity of his actions. That's great. Okay. That's great that he he made peace with his God. However... We all do that between the ages of five and ten, <laughs> and we grow up and become adults. He did not. Yeah, that's well, a, a good argument. At the very least, for those of us that didn't mature, uh, most of us didn't <laughs> take another life. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's not to say that we all live sin-free or, or, or crime-free or, or without flaw. For all have sinned, right? it says. So it, it, it's it's that the actions that most of us do don't take a life. Yeah. Well, maybe if they put a bunch of books in a you know sheet uh, or whatever and beat him with it, maybe that'd be more equal justice. <sighs> but like I said, I mean, and, and th- there are people who would love that. They think that oh yeah, it it would be justified if whenever you sent somebody to prison, that the whole time they were in there, like once or twice a day, somebody came in and beat them with sticks. But we don't do it that way. Right. However, the arguments that that have been made is that there is no radio play-by-play. Got a, got a text message earlier. You should do. Uh, you should air the coverage of the execution on the radio. And it's it's to my knowledge not broadcast no. on TV or radio no. anywhere inside or outside the prison. It's it's, it's not pay-per-view either. So. But that does go back to the to another discussion. Should it be broadcast? Should it be able to be watched? Should it be filmed? Because it's one thing to say, oh, hey, there's a death penalty. And most people don't even know what the room looks like. They don't see it happen. They don't watch it. However, the concept is enough for a lot of people. Sure. Some people learn visually. Once upon a time, before there was broadcast technology, uh, people did, you know, People were punished in the town square, mm-hmm. all right, whether in stocks or the the public hangings. Yeah, and, and and the philosophy was let this be a lesson to you, right? An obvious one. Now, 
Now we have a time where, for as much technology as there is, there's still a lot of rooms that we are not in. There's still a lot of experiences that uh, we don't see. And it's it's an interesting discussion to have. Should it be? It's, it's like government transparency. Transparency. They right. don't. They don't let you see it. We see. We see filming of a uh, of, of a of a of a. I don't know if you call it death chamber or, or a death penalty chamber. We see the filming of it, but we don't see somebody in there unless it's a reenactment or we see it completely empty. Here's what it looks like. Here's what the straps look like. Here's mm-hmm. what the gurney looks like. Here's what a needle looks like. You know, we, we, we see all that, and most of us know what an IV looks like. But when you see the entire process and then done, that's it. There's no celebration. There's no post game. There's no they cover, cover the body with a sheet. Out. Doctor says the heart stopped. Done. We got some interesting uh, instant message. James wants to know governments act on behalf of the citizens using rights supplied by those citizens. Since citizens do not have the right to kill someone, how can the government claim they have that right? Uh, they just do. And, and the government is, like as, as you just pointed out, the government is people. It's made up of people who are citizens. And, and the jury it's, it's, also it's, it's has not, it as well. It's not this thing apart from the citizens. There's the government, and then there's the citizens. It's just made up of citizens. Right. The, 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 there's, a, there's a horrible penalty where the death penalty was removed based on a technicality. Mm-hmm. And a number of us, we've, we've covered this, a number of us are, are kind of disappointed that the death penalty isn't on the table because this, the, the, the crime that occurred was horrific. And how could how could the mother you, of children, uh, you know, well, yeah. or, or yeah. call for order or have anything to do with the cover up of their children's death? Gotcha. But because of a technicality, that was it. So the standard in which the death penalty is carried out is so extremely high. It, 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 it's almost like the equivalent except, of standing on a pin, except maybe in Texas, right? Where they just carry it out a lot, yeah, a lot more well, than they, any they other state it, does. I mean, I mean, a lot of places somebody goes on on death row and they're on for at least fifteen, maybe twenty years. In Texas, it's more like two years, right? Uh, again, it's it's a Ron White bit, and a lot of comedians have opined about the death penalty over years. Mm-hmm. Ron White says uh, Texas doesn't just have the death penalty; they have an express lane. <laughs> 208 336 and other other people who live in other states that have the death penalty see that process and say, "Yeah, why why keep them around? If, if cost is an issue, why not cut down the cost? Why not cut down how many how many appeals there are? Why not cut down how long we uh, give medication to somebody living on death row? Also, an argument that we have uh, here in Idaho." Paul, Randy, don't go anywhere. Your calls and others, 208-336-3700, coming up next. Night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Songs that could also be used as torture. This was not my idea. You're right, this is cruel. We have a parody song that somebody here made for Dirk Cutter coming to town. 
off of Welcome Back, Cotter. And by the way, if you want that song, email nate at kboi.com. You can message us off the app. I, I forwarded you yep. one. Yeah. Yep. And we'll send it to you, and you can play that song on loop. Or somebody else said earlier, uh, what about the Barney theme song, which also is awful. You don't want to hire an exterminator. This could do it. Uh, Celeste uh, came in and said, I was going to offer Baby Shark as the worst. But the Barney theme song is definitely one that would make me pull a Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) So if you look on YouTube, there's an hour loop of Baby Shark, which, by the way, I sent to you. And so I've... I've already taken care of your Christmas present. You're welcome. Well, that's just that's just cool. <laughs> but you don't have to play it. Get me anything for Hanukkah. <laughs> anyway, so the idea, and, and even the, even in jest, okay, please, just just you can you can go ahead and kill the sun. Honestly, thank you. Ironically, today is also uh, Jeffrey Epstein's end, or uh, sorry, uh, Thomas Creech's end. Yeah. Sorry for the slip there. It'll be totally different. Yeah. And not everybody's in favor of the death penalty. Not uh, There's a lot of people who are just anti-death penalty. Mm-hmm. What gives us the right, what gives, the, what gives de- government the right decide, that people don't have? To decide who lives or dies. Right. And you don't have to like it. It's okay to not like it. It's okay to debate against it. You used to be against it. Chris Walton admitted today mm-hmm. that he used to be anti-death penalty. And then changed your mind somewhere along. Was it an instance? Was it a certain news story that got you to change your mind? No. Somebody just explained to me. S- somebody I knew, uh, his brother had been murdered. Mm-hmm. And he was fighting to get the death penalty for the guy who murdered his brother. Okay. And he did. And that guy ended up uh, it ended up being carried out. Okay. Uh but it was just, I mean, the cruelty and the heinousness with which he had, mm-hmm. I mean, all, all murders are cruel and heinous, but, sure, you know, when they do things like mutilate somebody. Premeditated, you know, when, when somebody takes the time. You think, think about the things that you take the time to think of yeah. and, and plan and out it, if you've ever carried out a was, surprise party. And this was a person who had killed two people essentially because he was bored that day. Yeah. That's, thought, Here's something I haven't done before. That's that's evil and just just void of any void of any value of life, you know. Yeah. We, we most of us sit here and we debate about issues and we debate about uh, my politics. Old, my old reason was simply the whole "do not kill" thing or "thou shalt not kill." Right. And then people would call me up and say, "Well, you have a you have a, a bad translation, even though it was the same one everybody else was using." That mm-hmm. that uh, they said other translations it should have been "thou shalt not murder." Right. So in other words. Uh, Killing might if, be justified, if, but if, murder's bad. If your government puts you to death because you've broken too many rules, that's okay. If mm-hmm. you murder somebody for no good reason or even a good reason, it's still murder, and that's not okay. If someone's trying to kill you, you can kill them first to defend well, yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, self-defense, uh, right. always allowed. 208-336-3700. Paul Nampa, listening on 670 hey, KBY AM. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, thanks, Nate. I appreciate uh, picking up my call. Um Back in 1993, end of 93 and 94, we had a, a citizen that lived here in Boise. Uh, his name was Chief Wells. He was on probation. I didn't meet him, but uh, we almost crossed paths. He uh, had a, prob- a substance abuse problem, and he decided to rob a bar at 1 o'clock in the morning called the Rose Pub mm-hmm. in Boise, Idaho. Took a baseball bat to the, the uh, bartender and to the barmaid that was working there. 
and uh, smashed their heads in, killed them, and stole the money that was in the till. Uh, got caught, was found guilty, was given the death penalty, and uh, he decided to forego all appeals. Yeah, he did. It was, it was he, he, in, in fact, he basically demanded appeal. to be executed. Yeah, he did. And, you know, I, I looked at that and I said, you know, that guy's got some cojones to do that. Because most people are going to want to fight that process and make sure that if there's any way possible they can get out of it, they'll try to get out of it. Now, if these people are so happy, you know, to have somebody get saved from one of these executions that otherwise would not just be given to them. Um, if they're so happy about saving their life, why don't they have a move in retrofit their house and live with that person that's a murderer and see how they can get along and see just exactly what it's going to take to save that person's life. Now, you know, I was also on a jury and I had a vote and it was a death penalty case and I voted for the death penalty after some long, hard thinking for over a month. And I paid very close attention. I took a lot of notes. I didn't I didn't talk to the other jurors like you're not supposed to mm-hmm. until the time comes when you're in the jury room and you talk about it. You follow directions. Exactly. To the letter and it was it's the way it was supposed to be and that's the way I was gonna do it. Paul, appreciate the call. Let's get Randy in Meridian. Randy, you're on News Talk KBOI. Go ahead, Randy. Okay, guys. Hope you're having a good morning. And I just want to say, Paul, that was an amazingly good call can't say enough of how he laid that out and i'm going to get straight to it the gruesomeness i i'm kind of eh, you know i'm not always in favor of death penalty but what this guy did and valo did you gotta be kidding me i mean they they do not belong to be in our society anymore randy hold that thought hold that thought because the argument isn't that, isn't that they want to let them go free. Mm-hmm. It's that they just, the number of people don't believe in the death penalty. Right. So, Randy, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. 208 336 in just about 34 minutes. Thomas Creech will be put to death by the state of Idaho, and we're talking about it now. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. Nate Shellman filling in for Mike Casper, who's out till further notice, taking care of family business. We do look forward to having him back. And again, if you if you missed why he lost his dad on Monday, he announced it. Yeah. He let us know that he he could you know we could tell people why. So he's he's not. He he was gone part of last week uh, because all the kids were called in to mm-hmm. uh, you know to come to uh, Coeur d'Alene where uh, his father was in the hospital and say goodbye essentially because. Uh, they knew he wasn't going to last. He was, Mike was told that his father wouldn't last another two weeks. Right. And as it turned out, he didn't last another day. So today, Thomas Creech, in about 26 minutes now, scheduled to be put to death by the state of Idaho. A number of people aren't happy about it. Randy and Meridian, cut you off mid-sentence there as we uh, took the break for news. Um, and, and, and again, not to correct, because I, I, I hate it when people do it to me, um, just a number of people don't believe that the death penalty should be an option for punishment. It's not that they're against prison yeah. or against punishment. It, it, and it's never like either they get the death penalty or you let them go. That's not right. how it works. Right. Either they get the death penalty or they get life in prison, usually. So, 
Sorry to cut you off earlier. Carry on. Hey, no trouble. And I understand. Uh, if they don't get the death penalty, it's life imprisonment. And maybe that's worse. I don't know. But for the gruesome, horrible things those two people I brought up did, mm-hmm. um, well, the the dude admitted he killed more people. Yeah. And then the Valo, the Valo thing is just beyond comprehension. That's... Well, we mentioned that she's not going to get the death penalty. Correct. For the, they know that for a fact. I know. Yeah. I know. She deserves it. But her uh, the other guy, the her husband. Daybell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does he deserve what he did? That's how I feel. Look forward yeah, to that I mean, argument because if. On top of that. Is it, is it fair or unfair to administer different punishments for the same crime? That argument will uh, be made. Sure, sure. And hey, let me throw one last thing out there. Uh huh. Dirt Cutter's back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I enjoyed watching. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no he said Dirt Cutter's back, and there's a song to celebrate it. Our ideas of celebration are different. Brett Connor put this together. He didn't put it together to just play it once. He, he wanted to share the good feelings. He wanted to share. Brett. He wanted to share all of the fantastic cheer that, that so many people are, are experiencing right now. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, there he is. We're playing it right now. We're, we're playing it right now. Oh, you're, I, you're live on the air right now. Oh, yeah. Sorry, don't swear. I was trying to do a show over there. On That's the okay. Other. Nobody's oh. listening. They're oh. listening to you here. <laughs> this is your fantastic song, uh, Brett the Lounge Singer. Thank you very much. I'm here all week. Hey. Try the veal. Do, do, you, do you do any other songs, or or is it is it just uh, on special occasion? I uh, used to be a lounge singer until I got kicked out. Huh. I can't see why. You weren't being paid for it. You were just in a lounge singing, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the good news. and uh, I've actually, if people want that song for Dirk Cutter being back, you just go ahead and email us. And we have had four people email. Oh. We've had four. Oh. I thought you were going to say <laughs> all four. Of them, all of them currently living. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 400 people. No, no, no. Maybe 4,000. Your song is in the running. For those people that are against the death penalty, your song is in the running to play on loop. <laughs> on death row in lieu of lethal injection okay is it the number one song on kboi right now I it's think? the number yes actually, welcome back cutter is the number one song on kboi this minute <laughs> okay well are you when do you play it now we we already did we just did as oh. you were walking in you don't have headphones on yeah we were playing yeah. it as you were walking in oh yeah and, it's pretty uh, crappy isn't it it's i i thank you for sharing that fantastic <laughs> tune well you played us. it it's the you wait, you haven't it's, played this on your on your station? Oh yeah, I play it every ten minutes. <laughs> it's the spirit that counts, really. I, I it is the spirit that counts. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank can you. I go now? Well, yes, you, you can. You may. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Thanks for playing it, by the way. No problem. Nice. Thank you for no recording it. It was really nice. We, we won't be playing r- it tomorrow. Writing it and uh, everything else. You do. I'm going to do an extended version for tomorrow. It's seven minutes. <laughs> So we can dance. We're gonna play it right next to my dingling and uh, dark side of the moon. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I gotta go. Yep. Here's the version with Steve Aoki. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? Now that I think of it, other annoying songs, anything by Taylor Swift. Just pick a pick a cut. Mm, disagree. 208-336-3700. Jeff in Meridian. 
Hi. Um, in reference to the Thomas Creek situation, I won't waste too much of your time. I just wanted to make a couple of points. Sure. Well, first, does time, uh, one year, two years, two decades, diminish the significance of those people being killed by Creech? And second, one thing for sure, he's most likely lived a lot longer than any of his victims. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And that's so as far as old Tom is a nice, a nice old guy and he shouldn't be put to death. I, I don't buy that. We see it in ne- other, neither, w- neither did the Supreme court, by the way, we, we see that argument in, in, in other cases and other crimes. You know, if, if somebody gets a hold of a 86 year old guy who, uh, gosh, there was, there was a story quite recently, actually, that, uh, somebody was found, uh, or pled guilty or took responsibility for a huge uh robbery uh decades ago mm-hmm. and now the person's 86 uh they're not doing well and as the story comes out and there's actually similar stories to this over time where they he he made claims that he carried out this caper and everybody just thought he was telling some big fish tale sure well now he's at the end of his life yeah, he's 86. It's not like he's 86 living in Bel Air. He's, you know, regular means. Mm-hmm. Do you do you go after the guy for uh for robbery decades ago? Well, add in statute of limitations, which is in play and add in that he's just an old old man now. You're going to punish an old man? No. However, murder is murder. There is yeah, no statute no, of limitations on that. Exactly. So to my answer to and your no, question. No, and it Jeff, doesn't diminish the pain of those who were affected by the murders of those people. Right. My answer to your question might differ from others, but my answer to your question is no. The the pain he caused, the crime he committed decades ago, a year ago, a month ago, doesn't diminish the severity of the action. That that is that is a that is a fixed point. Mm-hmm. That is an awful instance. And if he lived another 20 years and then you know d- did fantastic works of humanity and 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 brought food to the hungry and we would consider that an attempt to make up for it sure but we you know would would still go with what was judged originally right which which we see happen quite often in prison we see it happen a lot of it's times like, in jail when like people the, when they find god the one caller said uh you know i'm i'm glad he's made peace with everybody and probably with god etc cetera, etc cetera, but this is going to be carried out anyway yeah and 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 thomas creech will meet god in about 18 minutes and if anything that people are taught he he'll be judged not just in the courtroom but by god so the arguments and the and the punishments just because you if you're against the death penalty, the reason people are against the death penalty also is they don't believe in the death penalty. And as this is being told, the state of Idaho mm-hmm. is putting Thomas Creech to death. Not a judge, not an executioner, not the names of the juries over time. The state of Idaho is putting Thomas Creech to death. And we see similar arguments where where people say, well, we shouldn't fund abortion. We, the government, we, the state, we, the county, we, because there are people who don't believe in abortion. Why should their, they don't want their tax money going to it. They don't want their, they don't want their name in any way, shape or form attached to it. 
and we see these debates carried out over time. It's the same it's or similar yeah. debate for the death penalty. They don't believe in it. They don't want their name attached to it. But since their tax dollars are being used for it, they are against it on a, on a, on a principled philosophical basis. Right or wrong, agree with them or disagree with them, fine. They don't want to be associated with it. They want that punishment, that level of punishment to go away. With with, with Hindus, for instance, I know that Hindus uh, are opposed to killing of any kind for any reason, except that there is no official Hindu position on capital punishment, apart from what I just said. Right. Interesting. That's interesting. I was reading about India the other day, so it just popped into my head. Okay. <laughs> 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. One of the earliest uh, exercises I remember doing in debate and forensics team was debating the uh, debating something that you dis- that you either... Mm-hmm. Debating against Ar- what you agree Ar- with. Yeah, Ar- argue the point, uh, the other side, from what you actually believe. Right. None of you know it as devil's advocacy. And as the standard went for whatever class I went, split it right down the middle because most people do feel one way or another on the death penalty. I haven't really met too many people are like, meh, I don't know. Eh, eh." No, you're either in favor of the death penalty being available Mm -hmm. or you're not. For most people, period, end of story. And there's those lines are drawn today. The lines get a lot more uh, defined when a death penalty is able to be carried out based on what there are people who argue against the death penalty. Uh, I think it was Paul that called in about a guy who was uh, on a, uh, on a substance. He was abusing drugs. Keith Wells. I'm sorry. Keith Wells was the name of the guy and he was executed by the state of Idaho. And, there are people who argue against the death penalty for the purpose of, well, he wasn't in his right mind. He has a valid excuse. Should somebody who is mentally handicapped be put to death because they may not, if well, they carry the, out a murder? For the most part, it has happened in Texas, but nowhere else. Right. You know, should, should somebody, you know, trying to look for the different loopholes that are there? Mm-hmm. Because they want to find no, I mean, any argument they can. The, the, the whole thing about like insanity or temporarily, temporary insanity, you know, some people would believe that to kill somebody, you have to have a screw loose. Right. Otherwise, you would never do it. Right. But a sociopath, who could also be, by the way, a psychopath, mm-hmm. doesn't feel the other person's pain at all and doesn't even consider it. 15, sorry, 14 more minutes for uh, Thomas Creech to live, but you have one more chance to register to win Bronco basketball tickets. He doesn't. Dan Bongino here. Join me today. I'm up after these guys. Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Still do gas? I'd, I'd take gas chamber over this. I disagree. <laughs> This is one of the better ones. If my wife wants me to walk out of a room, all she has to do is just play Taylor Swift. She went to the concert, and she'll t- and she'll tell me about it. It was the best. It was it was it was it was the best concert experience she's ever had. It's you know, fantastic. I went out to dinner with Taylor Swift once, right? Oh my gosh, I know. Okay. 
I don't actually. I don't. I don't bring it up every day. I don't actually. No, somebody else in the building does. I. Well, I know that. <laughs> and you know what? Because, because she was there too. Here's the thing: if I had that cool story, I probably would too, mm-hmm. because it is a cool story. You know. Okay, it was. I. I didn't actually mean. Taylor Swift's music is torture. Really? Because that sounds like exactly what you said. Not. I. I. I mean, practically word for word, actually. Being just a smidge ridiculous. They're not all bad. Do not mistake that by saying by saying that I'm a fan of of. of don't call me a Swifty. I'll 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 punch you. No one's going to accuse you of being a Swifty. Thank you, Steve. Mountain it's, Home in its various meanings. <laughs> Steve, uh, an opinion that I haven't heard voiced yet on the uh, death penalty. Go for it. Uh, it, it sounds a little uh, counterintuitive, but while I actually believe in the death penalty, it's a good thing. It's a it's a useful tool. There's no government on earth that I would trust with such a tool. It's not that I'm morally opposed to putting people to death. Found a, a moral government that I would trust. I liken it to uh, nuclear weapons. Yeah. How many governments on earth would you personally trust with nuclear weapons? I mean, are you talking about trust as in able to use it and carry it out, or trust as in use it appropriately, or trust? I mean, or just I'm kind of with him. It's probably all the nukes. Who would you give them to? It's probably up to and including zero. Right. Now you'd rather nobody. You'd rather no country have that. However, again, and it and it hasn't been used perfectly over time. You know, there there have been people who have been innocent put to death. No doubt about it. But when it comes to this guy, when it comes to this crime, does his crime warrant the death penalty? Over appeal, over process, over adjudication, the answer has been yes. So it's not like they just walked down the street and the government said, hey, we're going to put that guy to death. Yeah, No, he earned a ticket into the courtroom. Creech, I I don't know if this is true, but, you know, Creech claimed at at the time that he was first arrested and was first convicted of murder, he he claimed that he had killed, like, at least 22 people and probably more. Which is quite possibly the worst thing you could say. Oh, you caught me for these. There's so many more. But he knew he 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 was going to prison for life anyway, so what are they going to do? Just give him another life? No, you just... But but when he when he killed somebody in prison in the early eighties with you know a sock full of batteries that's when they gave him the death penalty. Let's let's squeeze another one in here. Let's go to Roy in Boise. Roy, you're on News Talk KBY. Go for it, Roy. Hello there. I'm just I had a thought about the whole human being incident here. And um, if you're pro-abortion, are you pro-death penalty automatically, or if you're anti-abortion? Are you anti-death penalty? A lot of people who are anti-abortion are, are pro-death penalty because they don't consider them terribly related. No, no. You're, if you're if you're pro-abortion, you may not be pro-death penalty. If you're if you're against abortion, you, you yeah. The correlation, or, or sorry, the difference being is that an abortion is the ending of an innocent life, where the death penalty is the ending of uh, a non-innocent life. a non-innocent life. Correct. It is the direct punishment result of action taken and there are people who make the argument about the death penalty that it should be a deterrent now don't look at it that way jail's a deterrent loss of freedom or, is should be a deterrent or should be but there are some personalities that think they'll never get caught 
So there we go. Really nothing's going to turn it. Throughout the middays, throughout Bongino, Shapiro, Matt Walsh, if you want to win tickets to the Outlaw Music Festival, keep listening. Your chance to win coming up. For those of you that entered in to win Bronco basketball tickets, we will pick a winner within minutes.